0: Welcome to China In Focus, I'm Tiffany Meyer. Our top story, military threats, trade sanctions, and fake news. A look at how Beijing is using all means to influence Taiwan's vote coming up this Saturday. House Speaker Mike Johnson met with Taiwan's new de facto ambassador to the U.S. just days before the island's presidential election. What's the speaker's message to Taiwan? The U.S. and the Chinese regime are relaunching military talks. Hear why officials say communication is crucial. And a top U.S. lawmaker urging trade limits on a foreign tech firm with ties to China. More details on a letter sent to Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo. or war for Taiwan. A senior Chinese official sending a threat Wednesday, saying the choice Taiwan makes for its new president would mean the difference between peace and war, prosperity and decline. The official is Zhang Jijun. He's in charge of a quasi-official body that handles ties with Taiwan. The island will hold its presidential election this Saturday. Both China and the U.S. are watching closely as the new president would determine how the island handles its relations with both powers. The Chinese Communist Party sees Taiwan as part of its territory and has vowed to take it under control by force. That's despite never having ruled it. Washington is bound by law to sell arms to Taiwan so it can defend itself. Beijing is upping its pressure on the island as electioneers. China and the U.S. held their first military talks in two years earlier this week, and China told the U.S. it would never compromise on Taiwan. A Pentagon readout highlighted the importance of maintaining communication. That's to prevent competition from turning into conflict. On top of this, China also launched a satellite over Taiwan's airspace. Beijing also sent aircraft, ships, and balloons near the island. The White House said it raises questions about Beijing's end goals. I'll tell you this,
1: we believe that, uh, that uh, the democratic institutions of Taiwan need to be respected. Uh, we want to see a free and fair and transparent election, and we're willing and standing by to work with uh, whoever the people of Taiwan uh, elect into their government.
0: Taiwan's current Vice President William Lai is leading the polls. Lai has been known for his staunch defense of the island's sovereignty. The next candidate in line is Hu Yi, mayor of New Taipei City. He opposes Taiwan's independence and has avoided speaking out about China. Trailing behind him is Ke ju the former mayor of Taipei. He said that he believes Beijing remains a problem and that problem needs to be taken care of without sparking conflicts. Military threats, trade restrictions, and fake news. A look at China's alleged attempts to sway Taiwan's upcoming presidential race. Here's more.
2: Taiwanese politicians and experts are accusing Beijing of interfering in Taiwan's upcoming presidential election.
1: Right now, the Taiwan government is most concerned about TikTok.
2: A report by AFP says disinformation targeting candidate William Lai is seeing a surge on TikTok. Lai is Taiwan's current vice president and the front runner in the race. Beijing wants William Lai out. Instead, it favors Hou Yi, the candidate from opposition party Kuomintang. TikTok's parent company is based in China. NTD reached out to TikTok for comment but did not hear back before airtime. According to Taiwan's security officials, China's intelligence agency generated hundreds of videos attacking current President Tsai Ing-wen using AI anchors. Officials said China's goal is to damage William Lai's popularity. Both Lai and Tsai are members of the Democratic Progressive Party. Taiwanese Foreign Minister Joseph Wu said China wants to use Taiwan as a testing ground, adding if the regime can shape the result of Taiwan's elections. It will try to apply the tactics on other countries. China also invited local Taiwanese politicians on paid visits to the mainland. Taiwan has opened a dozen investigations into such trips. Beijing also threatened trade sanctions if Taiwan's ruling party supports Taiwanese independence. On the military front, China flew aircraft and balloons near Taiwan. It also launched a satellite over the island, triggering a nationwide emergency alert.
1: According to our recent observations, the Chinese military is still carrying out regular training and maintaining military intimidation near Taiwan's waters. We will continue to pay close attention to it and take relevant measures.
2: About 20 million Taiwanese are expected to head to polls this Saturday. William Lai is leading in the polls for
0: now, though the race remains tight. House Speaker Mike Johnson meeting with Taiwan's new de facto ambassador to the U.S. Tuesday. It comes just four days before Taiwan's presidential election. Speaker Johnson said Washington stands shoulder to shoulder with Taiwanese people.
3: The defense of Taiwan is very important to us. We want to deter the Chinese Communist Party and any military provocation. The U.S. Congress stands with our friends and stands for democracy and the principles that you all are trying to advance.
0: Alexander Yu replaces Xiaobi Kim as Taiwan's new de facto ambassador to the U.S. Kim is running to be vice president of Taiwan. Beijing is lashing out at the visit. A foreign ministry spokesperson accusing the U.S. of sending the wrong signal. The Chinese regime staunchly opposes relations of any kind between Taiwan and foreign nations. Even though the U.S. doesn't have formal diplomatic ties with Taiwan, Washington is the island's most important arms supplier. Over 19 million Taiwanese will head to the polls this weekend to choose a new president. But their decisions have been shadowed by threats from Beijing. The communist regime has framed the vote as a choice between war and peace. Yet some voters say they aren't letting the pressure get to them. Watch.
1: War doesn't have any advantages.
0: I really
4: hope that the candidate who can lead Taiwan to be a normalized country can be chosen.
1: There are so many people living on this island. Our direction has to be even more firm to say that it is us who are inhabiting this island and whoever wants to come and assault this island will face our resistance. This idea must become more clear. This is an election to uphold our own identity to preserve what we have and to try to improve uh, in the next year or years. This is really our only election.
4: Since December, China's communist leader Xi Jinping has twice stressed the importance of what he called reunification with Taiwan, though he didn't mention how. Over the past year, China has held multiple rounds of war games near the island, including missile tests. Taiwan's vice president and presidential frontrunner William Lai have urged voters not be swayed by China's threats.
1: In this election, China's intentions are very clear. They are attempting to use war and peace to influence the outcome of the election, aiming to establish a pro-China regime. Thus the people of Taiwan will realize China's intentions. Then you will use your sacred vote to exert the power of democracy and prevent China's intervention.
0: A fight for democratic survival. For Taiwan, the battleground isn't just at the polls. What messages are reaching Taiwanese voters from across the strait? Here's the inside scoop.
4: The Communist Party has always been very evil. Taiwan is the beacon of freedom and democracy in Asia. Do not believe in the Communist Party. The power they hold is stolen, deceived and manipulated. Do you still believe in them?
1: Beijing has been ramping up its pressure on the island and is accused of trying to sway public opinion ahead of the election there. One way is through dumping false information onto Taiwanese social media and internet platforms. But even across the Taiwan Strait, some people inside Mainland appear to have had enough of the Communist Party. Here's what some of them told NTD.
0: Mainland China has only one choice, only one voice. Taiwan has multiple voices. I hope Taiwan can preserve its place of freedom, the last spark of resistance. The people in Mainland China are suffering, there's no freedom of speech or democracy. Taiwan's future will be far worse than that of Hong Kong if they trust mainland China.
1: Other comments called on Taiwanese people to use their ballots carefully.
0: People of Taiwan, your votes are not just for yourselves. They shine a light on us here, giving us a glimmer of hope. I'm saying this with tears in my eyes.
1: Taiwan's democracy and economy are booming, a contrast to Hong Kong. Since the CCP tightened its control over the city, Global investors have been busy pulling out their funds to send elsewhere. We'll keep you updated as Election Day nears on the island.
0: With just a handful of days left before Taiwan's presidential election, a Chinese satellite flew over the island. But a mistranslation to English suggested a missile was headed toward the island. The error immediately sparked buzz online. Let's take a closer look.
4: Thank you. I'm the gentleman in the world. First
0: week. Congratulations. Every Taiwanese citizen received an air raid alert on their phone Tuesday. The English translation below mistakenly called it a missile. The Allen's Defense Department later apologized, noting the launch was actually a Chinese satellite taken up by a rocket. Taiwan's ruling party Democratic Progressive Party said it wouldn't count the incident as part of what it's calling Chinese interference in the upcoming election. The Kuomintang opposition party lashed out over that statement, accusing the DPP of using the situation as a quote, election tool. Taiwan's current vice president, Lai Qingde, is the DPP's candidate for president. He's known for his tough attitude towards China and for favoring strong U.S.-Taiwan relations. His main opponent supports closer relations with Beijing. Joining us to talk more about Taiwan's high-stakes elections is Grant Newsham, retired Marine colonel and author of When China Attacks. Mm-hmm. Grant Newsham, thank you, much for joining us. Great to have you back on the show.
4: Well, thank you. Glad to be here.
0: Now, the world is entering these elections, whether Taiwan, the U.S., and elsewhere with wars already happening. We have the one in Ukraine, the one in the Middle East, and tensions continuing to escalate around Taiwan. Now, what's at stake in terms of this year's elections?
4: We've already got two wars that were dragged into, two and a half if you count the Red Sea. Uh, And what's coming is the potential for a war in Asia. And the concern, of course, is that China will attack Taiwan at some point. Uh, China will be calculating or calibrating off of the Taiwan election uh, to see who which candidate wins, if it's the candidate that wants nothing to do with China, uh, now or forever they're going to be very inclined to play rough. And if it's the opposition candidate, who's generally considered more pro-China, softer on China, uh, they might hold back a bit and wait and see what that guy can deliver. Uh, But at the same time, Xi Jinping's been very clear about what he intends, and that is to get uh, get Taiwan one way or the other.
0: Expanding on that, so will Beijing's end goal change depending on the candidate, or does that stay the same?
4: uh i it's the same you know it really doesn't make a huge amount of difference the timing of what comes may differ and it is possible that a certain if the opposition candidate wins in taiwan uh, he may try to sort of reach some deal or that somehow kind of delivers taiwan to to beijing and moves it away from the united states
0: now, on that note, how will Taiwan's presidential election results impact the upcoming U.S. presidential election? Will it?
4: Well, I don't know that it will. It's just my initial reaction. Uh, and a lot of people vote in the United States based on their personal circumstances, and uh, not so much foreign policy. Uh, and by that I mean, you know, I think a lot of people are afraid, and I am, that we're going to have riots again in the streets like we did in 2020. These dial up riots and many uh, Democrat politicians, uh, NGOs, and other groups actually encouraged and supported these riots. It's almost just they dial them up for political purposes, which they do. And I think people know that's coming. So if that happens, you've got more chaos in the United States. uh, And it's going to be hard for an administration or the country at large to get interested in going to war over Taiwan. So you can see it from China's perspective, and they'd like the more chaos, the better.
0: Grant Yushim, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. The U.S. and China are resuming military talks. The discussions were put on hold after former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visited Taiwan in the summer of 2022. Officials say the talks are crucial to preventing competition between the two nations from escalating into direct conflict. The talks were held at the Pentagon Tuesday. Representatives from both sides talked about arranging future meetings between their military officers. There were also discussions about the potential scheduling of a meeting between Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, currently hospitalized, and the newly appointed Chinese Defense Minister Dong Jun. Dong is a former naval commander. He took on his role in late December after his predecessor Li Shanfu was removed from office. A call from a top Republican pushing for trade limits on a foreign tech firm over ties to China. House China Select Committee Chairman Mike Gallagher just penned a letter to Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo asking her to consider sanctioning UAE-based firm Group 42 and 13 related entities.
3: He pointed to its, quote, "...expansive ties to other Chinese and UAE-based companies already blacklisted by Washington." including Chinese tech giant Huawei, Beijing Genomics Institute, and Dark Matter, a cybersecurity firm. The letter notes that those firms are accused of aiding the Chinese Communist regime's human rights abuses and may play a role in boosting Chinese military advancement. Sanctioning the entities would force American companies to get federal permission before exporting goods to them. Gallagher asked Raimondo to respond by February 2nd. A Commerce Department spokesperson said the agency would respond through the appropriate channels.
0: Coming up, NASA suffering major setbacks in its efforts to return astronauts to the moon, while China claims its moon mission is on track. What's in store for the U.S.-China space race? And China became the world's top car exporter last year. An expert sheds light on how the regime did it. More on that after the break here on China in Focus. Welcome back to China In Focus, I'm Tiffany Meyer. NASA's goal of returning to the moon is getting delayed. The agency's Artemis program aims to return astronauts to the moon this decade. That's amid a renewed international push for lunar exploration. But NASA announced Tuesday that the Artemis 3 mission will not take off until at least September 2026 instead of sometime in 2025. A primary reason for the delay, the development of the SpaceX Starship. The big rocket and spacecraft system had a pair of test flights last year that ended in explosions. NASA's administrator addressed the delay Tuesday. Safety is our top priority. I do not have a concern that uh, China's going to land before us. I think that China has a very aggressive plan. I think they would like to land before us, but the fact is that uh, I don't think they will. On Wednesday, China announced that its lunar exploration program is on track to hit a launch target soon. The goal is to send an unmanned spacecraft to the far side of the moon in the first half of 2024. A long-standing U.S. law forbids NASA from using funds for projects involving China or Chinese-owned companies. The only exception? Providing proof to Congress that there's no risk of transferring technology or data to the country. And with cooperation free of Chinese officials tied to human rights violations. A notable moment for China's economy. Despite its weak performance last year, China's auto exports surpassed Japan's, becoming the world's largest car supplier. The news came from the country's Car Association on Tuesday. According to official Chinese data, China's estimated auto exports hit nearly 5.5 million units last year, overtaking Japan by almost 1 million. And Chinese brand BYD also defeated American maker Tesla in the electric vehicle sector, claiming its own title as the world's biggest EV exporter. Despite the fast-growing of China's electric car industry, gas-powered vehicle sales still prevailed over their green counterparts, something that would be impossible without Russia's demand for them.
4: Russia is purchasing, uh, they purchased 800,000 vehicles from China last year, Um, That is a lot, and it's why is that? Because U.S. sanctions. So the U.S., Japanese, and other car makers are pulling out of Russia due to sanctions and the Ukraine war. China has stepped into that breach.
0: As for what led to that Russian demand, Russia's invasion of Ukraine triggered unprecedented Western sanctions, including bans on car exports to the country, China sees that chance to gain ground in the Russian market. Official data shows its auto sales to Russia last year increased at least five times compared to 2022. As Taiwan's election day approaches, the frontline island of Kinmen finds itself at a crucial crossroads. Voters there are weighing the impact of their ballots on relations with Beijing and the island's future. The region is considered a symbolically important one. Here's more.
3: Most of Taiwan lies around 100 miles from mainland China. The island of Kinmen, however, is only a short ferry ride away. Ahead of Taiwan's presidential election this week, residents of the island, which relies heavily on spending by Chinese tourists, are wondering how their vote will impact relations with Beijing, and in turn, the future of Kinmen. Kang Biguan is the third-generation owner of a stall that sells fish balls, a common street food snack.
2: We hope that during the upcoming elections, the Taiwanese government will consider future developments of Kinmen. We need a stream of people to have a stream of money.
3: In the run-up to the January 13th election, billboards for Taiwan's ruling DPP party and opposition Kuomintang party alike have sprung up around Kinmen. But for some, like bookstore owner Wang Yuwen, voting along party lines matters less a candidate's vision for the island's future.
0: If the Communist Party wants to attack you, they will not care if you are the KMT or the DPP. This is how I see it. So based on this, I tend to vote for the candidate of a party that does not want to get closer with China. But if today the party that doesn't propose closer ties with China puts forward a candidate without their own ideas, values or blueprint for the future, then I might gravitate towards not voting at all."
3: Taiwan has controlled Kinmen since 1949, when the defeated Republic of China government fled to Taipei after losing a civil war with Mao Zedong's communists. The establishment of a 30-minute ferry service in the early 2000s transformed the island into a popular shopping destination for Chinese tourists. While the majority on the island support closer ties, A growing subset of young residents identify more as Taiwanese than Chinese. They want a democratic Kinmen that embraces its own culture and relies less on China. Coffee roastery owner Yuan Zhangjia is one of them. We can indeed move our market to Southeast
1: Asia, Europe and the US, meaning Taiwan's market will not only be in China. Taiwan should look to the whole world and not only focus on China.